All right, we are back. That was uh, Nushka Shankar and Nora Jones with Traces of You. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Hope your Monday's off to a great start. Very excited about my next guest. She was on a few years ago, Amanda Haas. She's author of The Vibrant Life, Eat Well, Be Well, and Love Your Midlife. And she was on several years ago, and we were talking about her other book, The Anti-Inflammation Cookbook, which was really great. So it's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Amanda Haas. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Janine. Thanks for calling in. It's great to have you back on. I'm so happy to talk to you again. You know, I love what you're doing because I'm a firm believer um, with your first book, um, you know, anti-inflammation diet. That's pretty much how I live my life because I had a lot of issues growing up with eczema and anxiety and all that. Yeah. And um, I switched my diet around and just eating pure whole foods, nothing processed, and makes such such a difference. Doesn't it, though? You and I agree on that. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, well, I know you were at Williams-Sonoma. Let's back up for people that don't know your backstory. Sure. Tell me about how this became a passion of yours. Yeah, well, I've always loved to cook and eat <laughs> and wound <laughs> up pursuing it as a career when I was 29 or 30 years old. And it's funny because I'd worked for William Sonoma for years, but not in food. And after going to cooking school, I went back as their culinary director and spent seven years um, overseeing the test kitchen and recipe development and all of those wonderful things. But simultaneously, I was writing cookbooks for other people and shaping some of my own ideas for books. And what I discovered was that I wasn't feeling great at all and mm-hmm. kept getting really sick and no one could pin it on anything. And I had a million excuses. And it came down to, like you, um, some dietary changes. And um, I identified gluten was a really bad one for me, and dairy is a tough one, too. Yes. And the second I made those changes, I found some remarkable differences in my life. So about four years ago, which I can't believe, I wrote a book, uh-huh. the anti-inflammation cookbook, um, that really just kind of helped support my hypothesis that food was making me sick, and it can also make me feel great. Yeah. And I had a doctor at the time help me with that, and then that went really well. And so this book is really an extension of that. And The Vibrant Life is another deeper exploration into the food that makes me feel great. But I also wanted to get into all of the other modalities that people are talking about for feeling your best. So I turned to a dozen other people to help me study yoga and meditation. And Love it. we even got into relationships and sex and sleep and time in nature and all of these other great topics for making us feel our best. No, it's perfect. It covers so many things. And I, I want right? to add, I want to, yeah, and I, but I, one thing you just said is you cut out dairy mm-hmm. and gluten, which I have yeah. too. And some people... Yeah. You know, I remember thinking, oh, I can't go without cheese or, but you really can. You start, you don't have to go cold turkey, but you start, you know, limiting and limiting and then you don't miss it. You don't miss it. And it's funny because I joked that I fell off the wagon the other night. I was at a dinner party, like a super (laughs) healthy, awesome party, but I got hungry before dinner and there was this amazing cheese and I had it. Yeah. And I woke up the next day, I felt hungover. Exactly. (laughs) Oh my gosh, did I drink and I didn't know it? (laughs) It's a cheese Um, hangover. (laughs) It it was the dairy, but you do get used to living without it. And there's so many wonderful ingredients. You don't, that's my, this book, I was like, I want your food to taste so good. You don't even think about what's missing. Exactly. No, I love all these recipes. Um, What was it like coming up with all of these different things? You know, it's funny for me to say that it felt like the easy part, but it's such a joy for me to cook. And so often, I'm I'm never writing things down in my real life as I cook. I just make things up. And so to actually have to do that was 
it's always challenging when I write a book, but it's also, this is just like my, my joy, my source of joy. So the food was so fun to do because I don't, I want people to understand you don't have to feel limited when you eat a cleaner ingredient deck, right? So it was really a joy. Now, trying to write the parts with everybody else was so hard for me. (laughs) The food was awesome. Um, You know, it's really great. It's very rare I can open a cookbook and say, oh, I would eat that. I would eat that. That looks good. Because, again, I am vegan. So here you have quinoa salads, things with beans, cauliflower kale soup. I mean, pretty everything sounds so good. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that because one thing I wanted to do, too, is that I'm not vegan. I still eat a lot of animal protein. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, I talk about where I source it and all of those things that are really important to me. But I wanted the chapter of entrees um, with veggies and fruits and other plants to be really heavy. So someone like you could open it and be really happy. And then people can look through this, whether you keep gluten out of your diet or dairy or you do eat meat, but you don't eat refined foods like Hopefully, there's enough in here for everybody that you leave really happy. Definitely. And, you know, this is not just uh, a cookbook. You've got some information on self-care, which I'm a big proponent because my show is called Get the Funk Out. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. And we all Uh go through these ups and downs, and I'm a firm believer in taking care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and this is right. you know? Yeah. Um, it, it's such a huge part of who we are. And I think that in my last book, what I discovered was that food has definitely been a huge part of how I feel, but there were all of these other things I also needed to address. <laughs> you know? Sure. So like, I mean, we, I talk about therapy. I talk yeah. about, like I said, relationships. And after coming off a divorce about three years ago, too, like I just realized I could be doing so many things right in my life with my diet, but I needed to really look at the other things I needed to bring in to, to feel my best, like meditation and more time in nature and things like that, too. So I like to say I did the exploring for you, and I, I brought it all into one place because yes. there's so much to examine that will make us feel better in life, and I, I just kind of wanted to experiment. I think it's great, and you really look at the person not just from what are they eating, but the whole person. Right. And because it, it's so much more than that. And for me, food was the big unlock. Like I was so frustrated with myself that it, the answer had been in front of me for so long that if I changed my diet, I would feel significantly better. But it wasn't the only thing I needed to change right. or improve in my life. Right. So I tried to put all of those things in one place. I don't know about you, but I'm the kind of person I, I say I'm busy. I can't do this. I'm busy. Yeah, busy. But then I stop and I go get a massage. Yeah. Or, or I take a long walk, listen to great music and I feel so much better. Isn't it true? I mean, it's just like you, you make time for those things. And that is still my biggest challenge for myself to block that time out for self-care and make it a non-negotiable, right? Like I wake up and I'm like, I'm going to start here. I'm going to take care of myself. And then other things start bombarding (laughs) you. But when I do prioritize it, everything else feels better and easier. And it is just so much easier to do life, you know? Yeah, definitely. One thing that's also stuck with me lately is, a lot of times when we feel stuck, um, we kind of feel like we don't have the answer to something. To kind of mm-hmm. disconnect and focus on yourself and your self-care because I feel like you'll get the answer to what you need. It's so true. A friend of mine said that her mother always told her, when you don't know what to do, don't do anything. And yeah. I find that if I go walking or even like there or go to yoga or take a, a cycling class or something like that, like suddenly when you can just tune out, it's, everything kind of falls into place. Definitely. So what else would you like people to know about your latest book? I think that, like I mentioned, that healthy food tastes good. (laughs) 
(laughs) Even if you want to clean up your diet, Mm -hmm. you can eat so well. And I hope that these recipes, you look at them and you say, okay, they're approachable. They are not too hard to make. They don't have to break the bank, and they're good for me. And then also that there are so many other modalities to explore in life um, to help you feel your best, and that now you know there's one place to go and look at all of them. I mean, we do deep dives into things like yoga and meditation and weightlifting and, I mean, even go so far as to, like, do routines for you and photograph them in the book. So I really – and four different meditations that are written out. So I hope people see this as a guidebook to living well and and truly aging well. Definitely. So what is restorative yoga? Um, Yeah, that's so funny. We should ask Lindsay, who did, Lindsay Valdez, out of Los Angeles, actually, who did um, the yoga chapter for me. I would would define restorative yoga as all yoga, frankly, because I practice all different types. And depending on what type of yoga I'm doing, I find it helps me in different ways, right? Like, I find yoga to be really meditative for me. Right. So um, (laughs) I call it all restorative. She might disagree (laughs) with me. But... um, just by going through the practice itself, whether it's 20 minutes that she does in here and kind of explains like how you always want to end in corpse pose and have that moment to ground yourself Yes. Um, versus like an hour long practice or a 90 minutes practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I find even the smallest amounts to be restorative. You know what I find, Amanda, that when sure. I was when I first started doing yoga, it would kind of peel away emotions and stuff I was dealing with, even from like right. when I was little and I'd get really emotional uh-huh. and I'm thinking, what is wrong with me? How embarrassing. And then, yeah. you know, but it helps you get to the core of kind of who you are, how you feel. Um, I find it incredible. I haven't done it in a while because I've been so yeah. darn busy, but I want to get yeah. back into it. And uh, I think it's incredible practice. I think you and I have had the same response to it. And it's funny because there's a lot of overlap between meditation and yoga, right? And mm-hmm. that yoga is really like a moving meditation. But there's this one pose that um, I always do when I go to a formal class. And they say, you know, this is a heart-opening pose. You can get really emotional or dizzy or nauseous. And every yeah. time I'm like, dang, they're not kidding. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like it just brings up a lot of stuff. It does. And so I, I react to it like you do but I think that's because it's you finally have a moment to calm your body and like kind of be present and it does bring up a lot of stuff oh my gosh does it ever but I remember I went after my dad passed away he had uh, oh, well. cancer and uh-huh. I, I thought I can do this and then I started like uh-huh. grumbling emotionally but I just kept doing it and going and it helped me move through that emotional loss isn't that true? Tremendously, yes. Amazing. And even they say, you know what, you guys, it's not about doing every pose perfectly. It's oh, like no. being able to focus when you meditate. It's just showing up. Right. And sometimes the best practices I've had, I've literally been like in child's pose for half the class because I couldn't <laughs> physically do it, but it, right. like I needed to be there. No, I'm not the most coordinated person. Um, but, you know, you just keep trying. I have a friend in L.A. Right. who's amazing. She's a beast awesome. doing yoga. Yeah, so she's very inspiring. Tell me about, um, you have um, a food and lifestyle photographer that was involved in this book, as well as yes. celebrity cookbook author and television personality. Uh, is it Aisha? Aisha, Aisha, Aisha Curry. Curry yeah. yeah, so um, the photographer, Erin Kunkel, is a magical human being. And she did my last book, too. But the thing I love about her is that She's a food photographer and a lifestyle photographer, and so you, you've seen her work in so many places, like Sunset Magazine, she's like shooting uh, Kelly Slater surfing in Hawaii, and then the next day she's doing all of this food photography at some cool house in L.A., you know, like she's, she just does really inspiring work, so it was such a natural fit for me to ask her to do this book with me because she did the lifestyle 
we shot a lot of it in my in my home and in my backyard actually and then she did all of the food as well and she's so talented mm-hmm. and then Ayesha Curry who is a friend and um, food buddy <laughs> she mm-hmm. does we've known each other for five six seven years now I can't even I've lost count but she wrote the forward to my book because we just really um, try to inspire each other and as we're in very different places in our life you know she has a husband who plays professional basketball in the uh, NBA yeah, and exactly three little kids and um, the thing that's always brought us together whether we see each other once a week or once a year is food and how we interact with food and how we bring it into other people's lives so We've been so lucky that our careers get to parallel. Like, I've been doing some work with Whole Foods, and they've brought my recipes oh, to life yeah. in their stores. And I, I walked into a store yesterday, and there's her face with her meal kits, and I'm so proud of her. Oh, I love it. It's just, it's awesome. We're, like, getting to do things together, um, but our own cool. way, which is really special. Definitely. Did you ever imagine this was where you wanted to be at this moment in your life? Gosh, I love that question because I've been thinking about it a lot lately, especially since the book came out. I think I imagined it, but I was afraid to believe it could happen. Like, I was afraid to say it out loud that this is what I wanted to do with my life. Right. And the second I actually did say, no, I I remember the first time I said, I want to be a cookbook author. It felt so bold and, like, aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, who do I think I am? (laughs) But, um, you know, with a lot of time and hard work and perseverance, I was like, I, this is the life I want to be living. So if anything, I am, I'm so aware of how yeah. lucky I am to do this, right. and I love it. But Amanda, isn't it interesting when you vocalize what it is you want in life? You start, it yeah. becomes your mantra? A hundred percent. And I just, um, I, I totally believe it. And it's funny how it's easier for me to apply it in certain areas of my life over others. But oh, like know. with all of this intention around like what my, I wanted my career to be, the fact that I can wake up and be my own boss and do this, it's just, it blows my mind. It makes me so happy. That's awesome. Yeah. So I feel like your book, if I was going to describe it briefly, I would say self-love. I agree. You know what? Thank you. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yep. de- definitely. Self-love. That's why I wanted to have you on, because I thought, this is perfect for my show. So It is. Well, I love that you asked me back, because it's just, um, I love what you're about. Thank you. And, uh, yes, you just, I really appreciate you giving me time to take people, to walk people through it. Absolutely. So where can people find out more about you and connect with you? They can find, well, first of all, I have a website. It's amandahosscooks.com, and on Instagram at amandahosscooks. And then the book is literally it's so exciting almost wherever books are sold so online i'm seeing it in stores it makes me so happy to walk (laughs) in the store and find it right so um and then in whole foods uh market in northern california in reno like i mentioned they have the book but then they also have taken a handful of my vibrant life recipes and brought them to life already made in stores for people to just um grab and go with which is really fun too so are you doing any book talks? Are you doing any, uh, like, cooking demos to promote your I book? am. Um, the one thing I'm doing is I didn't say, oh, I have to do it all right now, because, frankly, it's back to school. And my life is, <laughs> I was like, this is a crazy time for my book to come out. But um, <laughs> depending on when this airs, I am coming down to your neck of the woods Ooh. on August 29th, I think, Manhattan Beach. Fantastic. Um, at Pages Bookstore. And then I'm at the Ferry Plaza in San Francisco this weekend doing a demo Um with Quesa, the Ferry Plaza Farmers Market organization, which I love. So that's August 24th. And then I'm doing my local bookstore here in Orinda, September 5th. And then I go to New York to do um, bigger press for it. And I'm just 
saying Exciting. yes to events and sprinkling them throughout life. You know, I'm not just it. trying to shove it all into one week. No, that's good. I feel like you right. have to kind of spread it out and not exhaust yourself and just enjoy the ride. Right. You know. Well, thank mm-hmm. you so much. Any last bit of info you'd like to leave listeners with? Um, just to encourage people to explore how to feel their like their best and um, I hope I can be part of their journey through the Vibrant Life or any other work that I do. Fantastic. You must have the most amazing dinner parties. That's all I can say. You know what? I <laughs> love to throw dinner parties. It's kind of crazy, but I don't get caught up in the details. I get caught That's up good. in cooking for people and making them happy, and then it's a total mess afterwards. I love it. I love it. All right, Amanda, I hope to see you August 29th in Manhattan Beach. Uh, me too. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Have a great day. Okay. Bye. You too. Bye. Okay. That was Amanda Haas calling in to talk about her book, The Vibrant Life. Eat well, be well, and love your midlife. And uh, all the info about her book is on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. She was on my show about three years ago. So all her info is on there. If you want to find out about being a guest, just shoot me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at kuci.org. Uh, we're going to listen to a little music, and then Sheldon Abbott is standing by with Cure for the Blues at the top of the hour. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.